Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Match with Livy. Clearly I am fucking Livy. Merry fucking Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I'm supposed to be unproblematic and say happy holidays because I shouldn't be assuming everybody celebrates Christmas, but fuck it, it's me, and it's a merry fucking Christmas, if you guys are listening to this on Christmas, because I dropped it on Christmas, merry Christmas, I hope everyone had an amazing Christmas, or holidays, you know, trying to be unproblematic, but um, I hope you guys had an amazing day, if you're listening to this after Christmas, then I hope you also had an amazing holiday. Anyways, guys, let's get into this week's Christmas-themed episode. I'm so excited because it's Christmas-themed. Let's do a little intro of my week. Um, I had a... I had... It's not funny. I did not have a good week. Actually, something seriously fucking traumatic happened. It wasn't good whatsoever. And I actually am healing from it now. Had a huge therapy session with my therapist about it. And every day, I'm just healing. I know it was fucked up of me to come on here and laugh when I first started, but like, I'm not, it's Christmas. I'm not going to come on here and talk to you guys all about trauma. Okay. If you want to hear about my trauma, I have 30 something plus episodes of it. We got my eating disorder episode. We have my mental health episode called it's the mental illness for me with my mom, but it's just not going to be the Christmas themed episode. Eventually in the future, once I'm healed, everything's better. You guys are going to hear exactly what happened. I'm going to give you guys a huge story time until then, until I'm not done crying about it. Um, you're not going to hear about it. And until I'm fully healed, you're not going to hear about it. But eventually one day you will. And I'll make sure to mention in the episode, if you listen to the Christmas episode, this is the traumatic event I'm talking about. But until then, we're not talking about my trauma. Okay, fun fact, you guys, I don't know if you knew this. It might be Christmas for all of you, but it's a really special day for me. It is my half birthday. Uh, hold for applause. Okay, I know. Okay, I know it's my half birthday because you know me. I had to make this day about me. Um, Jesus, move the fuck over. It's not just your day. It's mine, too. We can share the spotlight, but I thought it would be fun for me to give you guys like my half year recap because for my birthday I did a whole year recap for you guys and you really loved that episode so like I'm like okay let's do a half year recap I know you guys hear about my life every week but I don't think I've gone into detail I do hide a lot of things not like hide it but I'm not gonna come on here and tell you guys every single thing that happened in my life until it's apparently the Christmas episode and now I'm gonna tell you every single thing that's happened in my life so I'm gonna spill some tea and we're gonna go through the highlights and the lowlights of my month from June to December. So we're gonna recap the month, but we're also going to answer your guys' questions that you asked me. I picked a couple of them that I thought were interesting, and then we're gonna like dive into those questions and I'll answer them honestly. I don't even have answers planned for those yet. I just know I'm gonna answer these questions, so it's definitely raw, unedited. We'll see how this goes. Okay. Let's jump right in with June. So my birthday was June 25th, and my main focus about the rest of June, you were like, bitch, that's five days left. You're telling us about the five days in June, but overall June was, my main focus in June was healing and recovering from my eating disorder. Ah, yes, had one of those. 
still deal with it every day. I don't think they ever just go away. Wish it would just like go away really easily, but it doesn't work like that. And I have a whole episode on it, which is probably one of my favorite episodes I've ever recorded. So go check that out. We're not going to get too into it. But yeah, healing was like a huge focus on June for me. And June was one of the roughest months of the year for me because of that simple fact of the eating disorder and it was just it was a rough one it was really difficult but also some positives about it was that my sister moved to town so my sister and i both live downtown chicago and we're in river north and what if i just dropped our addresses kidding i moved into this building because i needed extreme safety measures but um well i'll get into that but yeah, we live right across the river from each other. So like we can see each other from each other's views. Like we wave to each other and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. It's probably something I'll never forget for the rest of my life that when she moved to Chicago, we ended up living across the river from each other and we can see each other from our high rise apartments. It's really fun and I really love that. As well as her roommate Bailey has, hi Bailey, has a beautiful dog that I have a soul connection with and I thought I would bring Mac up in this episode because his name is Mac I just love that dog more than anything and I want to let you guys know I give him daily affirmations so I try and see him three to four times a week if not more because I really love him and he's such a good boy you know when like dogs are just really special I'm gonna get off this topic of Mac in a minute but I give him daily affirmations, so I'll whisper things in his ear. I'm like, you're a good boy, you're a strong boy, you're a confident boy. And then I also do put in his ear that I am his favorite human. Sometimes I will tell him I am his mom, just to like fuck around a little and see how these affirmations work with him. But you know what? He's confident as ever and he's glowing and it's because his daily affirmations that I give him. So I highly recommend you guys do your daily affirmations so you guys can glow just like little Mac does, okay? Also, in June, I did a huge transformation and I dyed my hair blonde. Guys, they're not gonna be this shallow. Every month is not gonna be these shallow things that I found highlights. But like me dyeing my hair blonde, I felt like was the change for a bunch of things in my life. I think my life changed drastically after I dyed my hair blonde. And it was pretty stagnant when I was brunette. I just wasn't the same bitch when I was brunette. Like it didn't match my personality. It was just boring as fuck. Okay, now we have July. July has to have been one of my favorite months of this year because of the simple fact that it was so great. I was surrounded by all my favorite people and my best friend from California was home. My sister had just moved back to Chicago and they were in my life like every single day and I just loved July. I really, really loved July because I was with them a lot and um, it was just great. I had my small little circle and that's how I like to keep it. And I think that's the month I really valued that I love, like a small circle of friends and just really loved that aspect of July as well as this is where I knew I wanted to quit my job. So if you didn't know, I was a nanny. A very, I was nanny in the Gold Coast. And if you guys don't know about the Gold Coast of Chicago, it's a, the nicest area of Chicago. So like, one day I might do a story about nannying in the Gold Coast, but not anytime soon because um, I take those moments of me nannying very like they're precious to me. The little girl and I had like a such a special connection that like, I don't know, we'll get into that in a different episode. But yeah, I knew I wanted to quit my job in July and that was a really hard thing for me to have to come to terms with because 
I was there for over a year, 60 hours a week, 40 to 60 hours a week. I mean, we were in the quarantine together. We did everything together. And I mean, I traveled with them. I did everything. So like leaving that was going to be very difficult for me. But this is the month that I knew I wanted to because my heart just wasn't, my heart was in other aspects of my life, like this podcast and everything out like in my comedy 100% that's where my heart was so I knew I wanted to quit um the Minnesota trip was life-changing I went to Minnesota in July and you're like why was the Minnesota trip life-changing it's fucking Minnesota here's the thing my best friend and I she had met this guy and they were friends and they met on like a dating app and now I'm like safe to tell this story because they're dating and in a beautiful relationship but at the time I just couldn't really tell it because it's a little fucked up but we decided to drive eight hours to Minnesota to meet him honest to god I'm not gonna lie my main part of going to Minnesota, I needed a vacation, okay? I really needed a break from life, you know? I know it's sounding really selfish of me, but like, I wasn't, what else? Why else the fuck would I go to Minnesota? I was like, I need, a, like, I need like a little break from life, and I know he lives on a lake. It was an eight hour drive, and her, Maisie and I, who's my best friend, split up the trip. But I didn't think we, first of all, many things happened in that car ride that we should have been more aware of. We didn't, it didn't hit me until I was in the car that like, we have actually never met him. And this might not be the best idea, but I was just always like, oh, it's Drew. Like, it's no big deal. Like, that's how I knew him. He was just so cool and chill that, and that's how she presented him to be. So I was like, yeah, this should be fine. And you know, when you just have like a gut feeling about something that you're like, this is going to be fine. Everyone else was like, you guys are actually insane. But I was like, no, I have like a good feeling about this and it's going to be fine. And like, I honest to God need a vacation and um, I'm going to support my best friend and whatever she does and wants to do. She wanted me to go. I was like, all right, let's go. I think towards the end, I was even pushing it a little bit more. And I was like, we got to go. We got to go. Because I was like, oh my God, do I need a little vacation? But in the car ride, it was eight hours. It ended up taking us 12 hours to get there because of the simple fact that we thought it would be a brilliant idea to turn off Siri. Okay, listen, we were playing such good music, such an amazing playlist, and every five seconds, it's like you're singing, having the best time of your life, really, truly vibing, and you hear Siri go, turn left. In 50 miles, you're going to take a left. And I was like, oh my God, who needs to hear her? Like, we're gonna go straight on this road. It's gonna be fine. Turn her off, May. Like, turn her off. I literally cannot listen to Siri anymore. And so we both came to the conclusion that the best option for us would be to turn Siri off and just look down at the GPS here and there. We got rerouted once, but that's not why it took us 12 hours. On the way back, we realized once we kept Siri on that she had been telling us several times to take a slight left turn that were actually pretty big deals and we missed probably 15 to 10 of those and that's what resulted in a 12-hour trip as well as we did stop like four to five times i think we stopped throughout the whole trip to switch but that those stops would be like 15 20 minutes in a gas station picking out new snacks or like getting lunch i think we had three lunches but i mean it was all a part of the experience and it was really fun so like i wouldn't trade it for the world and being in minnesota i had no idea minnesota was absolutely stunning and beautiful like absolutely so completely surprised and i think that trip was like 
one of the times I laughed the hardest that summer and just had one of the best times I had all summer in that trip. Honest to God, loved it, every moment of it. And now they're dating and they're in a great relationship. So it's funny how these things work out, okay? It's really crazy. It's really crazy. But loved Minnesota. Next, in July, I'm sure if you follow me on Instagram or my best friend, you will know that we modeled for a clothing company so that was really fun and I never really spoke about that I think I briefly spoke about it but once the pictures and the clothing line dropped and everything then I was able to talk about it more I actually did vlog the whole thing and I have no idea where that footage went I'm gonna have to look in my hard drive to maybe give a vlog to you guys if anyone wants to see that but that was really fun we shot for like three days mostly all day every day and it was intense. It was an intense shoot. Um, we shot in our hometown and we had to use a neighbor's pool for some shoots. And if you've seen some of the most sluttiest pictures of me in the world, it happened while that entire neighbor's family was watching me take those photos. And you know, I don't know what got into me that day was for me to bust out my inner whore while the neighborhood families are watching me but like something about it really turned on my inner whore vibes and i really got some very slutty photos and it was great and i none of those photos could have been used for the clothing brand though because like they just became it was just too much at one point i don't know how it got there it just did we also shot at a tennis court with this really cool old car. I'm sure if people are into cars, they know about it. I had no idea what it was. All I knew is it was red, and those are some of my favorite pictures. We shot all over our hometown, which was really cool, and it was a great time, and I also got to shoot with my best friend and one of my other best friends, Tim. So Tim Maisie and I did this huge shoot for this clothing company, and it was great, and we loved every moment of it, you know? That was very fun to shoot, but it did become exhausting. I mean, any shoot becomes exhausting, but like, I remember I was like, oh my God, I need to take like a nap for five years. But a lot of fun because we're going to have those photos forever and those memories forever. So overall, really loved July. You know, came in clutch, loved July. Shout out to July. Could you imagine if, that, if that's how I was? I was like, and shout out to my girl July. Anyways, no. Love July. Great month. Okay, August. This is where we hit August. Fuck, and things did get a little rocky in August, Okay. My mom's birthday was actually a lot of fun, so that was great. But soon after my mom's birthday, my grandma died. And, okay, I know I said that so casually, but my grandma, I'm just not great at handling death. You know, actually I'm fantastic at it, but had a lot of practice, that's probably why. But um, my grandma's death hit me really hard, and I think it still really hits me really hard. My grandma was such a huge part of my life because when I was sick my freshman year of high school and I wasn't in school, she was the one that was taking care of me. And by sick, I mean severely depressed and anxious and couldn't get myself in the building. And that's a whole other episode. Like, that's the mental illness for me episode that you guys can listen to my whole anxiety and depression time. But my grandma was just everything to me in that point of my life. And I didn't really have anybody besides like my mom and my grandma and it was a really challenging time and like she took care of me every day never questioned anything i'm not gonna get emotional and sappy but my grandma i think is the reason that i am the boss bitch that i am because my grandma was the boss ass bitch 
like period she was the queen boss bitch and like she walked into a room and everybody knew it she was that bitch and she's probably gonna be shaking her head in heaven because I'm saying bitch so much but she was that girl like she was everything she was a queen financially smart just extremely brilliant human being and just so loving and I had an amazing connection with her and it's so hard to see her go because I just never thought my grandma would die. I don't know. I just, it's not something you think is going to ever happen. And she, she passed away so quickly, I feel like. And it was very rough. But, you know, I feel her around me every day. And you're like, what? I can feel her energy and her presence, like, around me. Her spirit, I guess we could say. Um, anytime I see a ladybug, I know it's her. And I know she's watching over me in heaven, and that's all I could really ask for is that if I didn't get her, have her here on earth with me to watch all that I do, that hopefully she has a front row in heaven and is just watching me accomplish all my goals and dreams that I would tell her about when I was a sick little girl my freshman year of high school, but she still believed in me. She was like, you're going to do it. You're going to do it all. And now I'm actually doing it all, and she's watching me do it and from heaven. But it was a hard goodbye. I think anytime we lose somebody, a relative, I think especially around the holiday season, it can cut a little bit deeper because I think every holiday is when I looked forward to seeing her the most. And I was like, oh, well, I know my grandma's going to be there. Now, to be honest, I don't even want to go to the holiday parties or anything like that because my grandma's not going to be there. But sorry to the rest. <laughs> sorry to the rest of my family that's listening to this. But like my grandma was truly everything to me and I love her more than anything and I think she shaped me to be who I am I mean I know she shaped me to be who I am today and so like if you guys are also dealing with family members and stuff that you lost I know holiday season can be really hard my cousin also passed and I know holiday seasons are extra hard when you have passings of loved ones that you would normally see every holiday but just know over time it gets better and it is a reassuring feeling to know that they're watching down on you in heaven and that you can always pray to them and you can always talk to them in heaven. That's like my biggest advice for anyone dealing with loss during the holidays because I know it can be super rough. So yeah, that was not the best in August, you know, but I will tell you in a second about her celebration of life, which I fucking performed at, ladies and gentlemen, but we'll get into it. So I started to get a little bit more involved in YouTube in August and I never really took YouTube seriously. I was just like, whatever. And then I kind of found like an actual love for YouTube in August and I loved every moment that I started vlogging and stuff in August because now I get to like look back and be like, oh, that was that time of my life and stuff like that. So I really love YouTube currently. Check out my YouTube channel, It's Libby Bitch subscribe i don't know why i wrote this but i bought a gucci bag i mean it's true i did i bought a gucci bag in august which go me you know i fucking deserved it and so i got myself it as well as oh this is beautiful i monetized midday matcha so the podcast you're listening to right now midday matcha was monetized in august and that was the moment for me that i knew i was quitting my job so okay but like Honest to God, getting Midday Matcha monetized was still every day I think about that is amazing and definitely I'm extremely grateful for that and 
that none of that would be possible if it wasn't for every single one of you listening. And I know it sounds weird to be like, I love every single one of you, but like actually super grateful that you guys listen and the feedback that I've gotten on Midday Matcha. I love that more than anything connecting with you guys. And when you guys tell me that I've helped your confidence or I've made you look at a situation differently in life or I've made you feel some type of way, that means the world to me. You don't even know how much that means to me when you guys are like, I like midday matcha or something like that. That means absolutely everything to me, completely. So thank you guys so much. And I mean, thank you for listening and thank you for supporting me and midday matcha. I mean, this is just the start. (laughs) Big things to come. I'm just telling you guys that so you keep listening and you're like, well, where are the big things? You're like, fuck that bitch. Actually, we want to know about the traumatizing event that happened to you this week. We'll get there one day. We really will. So that means I quit my job and I dropped out of school as well. Okay, let me get into me dropping out of college. College was never my thing. Never, ever, ever my thing. And I realized I was only doing it for my mom because I just wanted to make her proud of me. Comedy has always been my passion. Comedy has always been like my love and it literally is the reason I'm alive. Like I love comedy more than anything. And I just knew me putting in pointless hours just to get a degree. Like I got my associates, which is, woo. Um, I just knew it was gonna hinder me more than help me in a way because I just wasn't passionate about it and I didn't love it. So in August I decided, Anything that's not making me passionate or not making me happy is leaving my life. So I quit my job and I dropped out of school. And I do probably 20 times more work than I did in school and working on all my content, myself, my brand, everything like that. I put in so much more like hours of work in a way for that stuff, which is kind of crazy to me. Like I thought I would be able to chill a little bit more. No, if anything, I'm just putting in those same hours times 10 that I put into school and work on my brand and myself. And it's benefiting me in the long run and I'm putting all that energy and stuff into myself. So yeah, dropped out of school, quit my job, monetize midday matcha and that's about it for august so september came around and i'm not gonna lie in september i was going back and forth if i wanted to move back to california or i wanted to stay in chicago i just felt as if there were a bunch of opportunities that i was getting in california that i wasn't getting in chicago and everything kind of weirdly aligned perfectly for my best friend and i to be roommates And it was a really hard choice for me to decide not to move back to California. But I ultimately decided not to move back to California because I did a meditation and it was like, I know you guys thought I would have like an actual answer. I'm so indecisive. It doesn't work like that for me. Um, I did a meditation and I was like, okay, it was a yes or no meditation. And I was like, holy shit, this is going to tell me yes, I'm scared. And I did the meditation and the meditation actually told me no. So I was like, okay, I'm not moving back to California. Instead, I did apartment hunting. I told you guys I apartment hunted in Chicago and I viewed probably 30 plus apartment units, buildings probably like 10, 15 plus. And cause I'm the pickiest bitch in the world. Like we already know this, I'm a picky bitch with my men. You didn't think I was gonna be a picky bitch with my apartment, but I found my absolute dream apartment. It was like, I literally manifested the fuck out of it cause it was on my, everything in this apartment was on my manifestations list. And 
I love this apartment more than anything in the world. My building is amazing. Like three times a week, they'll do happy hour or hot chocolate bar or just some pop-up event where they're like, give me pie or something like that. Like they're such an amazing building and I honest to God would shout them out, but I'm really scared because the reason I moved into this building, one of them is because of the safety of this building. Cause if you guys haven't heard my stalker episode, go listen to my stalker episode. Um, I want to keep my privacy and where I live. I mean, maybe if I worked out a brand deal with the building, we'd get into it. No, but like, I'm kidding. Really love this building and this is truly like my dream apartment and I can't wait to move into the penthouse. Um, fully decided I will be living in the penthouse one day of this building. But I was able to sign for this apartment by myself and I signed for my last one by myself too. But like this one was a little bit of a bigger deal because I upped my budget probably $800, if not maybe more from what I paid last rent. And I'm really happy that I was able to sign for that on myself. And it just was like a little proud moment. I'm like, I'm 21 years old and I'm able to sign for these apartments by myself. It's a crazy feeling and that is something I'm actually super grateful for. And not even, I mean, I'm grateful, but like I worked my ass off to be able to do it, but still super grateful. Um, also in September, moved in. So signed for it and moved in September 1st. And oh my gosh, I was dying to move in because from June until here, until it's September, I don't know why I said here, I was dying to move into this apartment because I was like, I just cannot live at my old apartment anymore. I just couldn't. It was getting really bad over there. It's genuinely three blocks away from where I live now, but like just the safety and stuff like that was getting really bad and really scary for me. As well as I saw this apartment from my sister's view. Like I said, we can see each other across the river. And I looked at that building and I was like, I'm gonna live here one day. And she was like, yeah, good luck. That's good luck. Cause it's a very nice building. And I look at her now every day and I do remind her of that often. I'm like, Ch good luck, bitch. Yeah, I took the good luck and I fucking ran with it. And now I'm your neighbor and we wave at each other. So I live in the building that she told me good luck about. It's just nice just to be like, yeah, bitch. Thanks for the good luck. Didn't need it. Still got it. Anyways, also in September. Okay, my grandma's celebration of life. Let me tell you guys about my grandma's celebration of life. So my grandma's whole life, she told me, she's like, Olivia, when I die, I don't want a funeral. I don't want everyone to cry. And I was like, grandma, you're not dying. If you die, I'm going with you. Sorry, I lied. But um, she's like, I want a celebration of life. I want you to sing. I want you to dance. And I want you to celebrate the life I had because I had such an amazing life. And I was like, grandma, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that because I think we're all just going to be sad and miserable and also like my family's not that much of a family that we're going to be singing and dancing all the time but my grandma's celebration of life came around and we rented out this restaurant not like i did it my mom and my uncle did and there was a band playing this old man on the microphone everyone was kind of just a little sad obviously it's like a funeral but she wanted it to be a celebration of life and i took it into my own hands and i said you know what my grandmother wanted this to be a celebration of life. Give me three shots of tequila, open bar, obviously. Took my shots of tequila, down those bitches. And then I grabbed the microphone from the old man. I grabbed my sisters and I said, play this song. And I performed. I'm not kidding you. I fully performed. I was sweating. I had my best friend there. 
Gadir, her and I, you guys know her from my eating disorder episode, her and I performed like no other people thought we were dating because of we were slow dancing and we were dancing in general and she was performing with me. I had my sisters dancing with me. I had my cousins dancing. And like at the end of the celebration of life, I think every single person was out of their seat dancing and just singing and having such a good time. And I would lie to the man who like controlled the music because he was playing songs that like I didn't fucking know. It was from like the 1950s. And I was like, no, sir, you have to play this song. It was me and my grandma's song. You have to play it because I'm a manipulative little bitch and I wanted to get what I wanted and everybody was just dancing singing and I like definitely lived up to what my grandma wanted her celebration of life to look like I'll upload some videos to Midday Matcha doesn't have an Instagram anymore but I'll put some on my Instagram story and I'll show you guys like what the celebration of life looked like it was so much fun and it was I know it's crazy to be like a funeral was so much fun but it was so much fun and it just felt like that was the perfect way to say goodbye to her, was to perform, to sing, to have a good time. Everybody was just having an amazing time. So that was something that was, I was like, no, I'm not gonna let all of us sit here and be sad. Get the F up and start dancing, let's go. But rest in peace to my grandma, I love you endlessly. Okay, October. You know, not much happened in October. As I was looking back at my October month, I was like, it's weird that not much has happened. But I did go to California for Halloween, which was a bunch of fun. My best friend lives out there. And we were Playboy Bunnies for Halloween and her boyfriend was Hugh Hefner. And will I say we bodied that? We bodied that. It was everything, it was so cute. As well as I found probably one of my favorite restaurants in LA, it's this pizza place. And if I remember the name of it, I would totally have told you guys, but like, I don't remember the name and it was so good and then I filmed the episode with my mom where I talk about my suicide attempts my anxiety and depression that I experienced my freshman year of high school and I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys about that episode I did not want to put that out in the world and I did not want to post that whatsoever I know you weren't expecting me to say that because I willingly did it but um, I have a great team of people around me and people around me in general that were like that's a story that needs to be told and for me it was just difficult for me to talk about because I feel like I'm so far away from it it doesn't feel like I lived it in this lifetime it just feels like such a distant memory that I keep trying to make a distant memory for me because I don't even like to acknowledge that it happened very much because I'm such a strong individual now and I've accomplished so much in my life since then that I'd rather people focus on what I'm doing now than all the in a way I look at it as a negative that happened to me my mom's like no Liv you overcame a lot and people need to know it so I did decide to open up about that story and oh my god did I have a bunch of anxiety releasing that into the world but your guys's response to that episode was absolutely beautiful and to hear your guys' stories was something that I didn't know was gonna happen. And I'm so grateful that any of you even were comfortable enough telling me that story and just the help that I've given you guys or the courage to like keep going that I've given you, that means everything to me. And just know if you're going through a hard time, anxiety, depression, anything, that there is so much light on the other side and I know when I was going through it I would have listened to me and been like bitch shut up you're wrong but trust me when I tell you I'm right okay I'm right you guys will get through it and then I started zoom comedy shows in 
October. So I've mentioned before I'm in Second City's conservatory. Conservatory was a dream of mine since I was 16. As soon as I started at Second City, I was like, I'm going to be in conservatory one day. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And you have to be 19 or 20 to audition. You have to be 19 to audition because I auditioned when I was 20. And I was always told, wait until you're like 25, 26, or like wait, just wait, 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 because it's such a hard program to get into. And it's just a very intense program. I mean, it's for me, it's like my graduation of college in a way. Like I know that sounds weird, but it's my graduation from comedy. It's the highest level of comedy you can achieve training wise. So I started doing shows on Zoom for conservatory in October, I think. Well, we've been doing them all summer, but like I think they've started really picking up in October, November-ish. And I, I, you know what, I'm not gonna lie, Zoom comedy is a really difficult one, but being a part of conservatory and everyone I'm in conservatory with has been just like an amazing experience and they make Zoom comedy fun, which I never thought I would say Zoom comedy is fun, but you know what, I've actually learned to deal with it because like it's the times, it's changing, I have to deal with it, I don't have a choice. So yeah, that's exciting. November, Last month, I started taking YouTube even more seriously. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start posting twice a week. I put everything out there for you guys to see. Like I said, YouTube is It's Libby Bitch. Go check it out. I'm really loving YouTube currently. Um, I've been meeting so many new friends, and I really love the connections that I've built with the people that I've met. Really loving that. I feel so blessed to have met so many amazing people. I also filmed... The eating disorder episode. The eating disorder episode was huh, such a challenging one for me to record. And it was so difficult even leading up to the post day because my eating disorder is something that really cut so deep and was such a challenging thing for me to overcome and was really hard for me to deal with. But Bringing Gadir, one of my best friends, on to record that episode and filming it was so important to me because I didn't think I would realize the response I would get from everybody from that episode. And it was such a beautiful response that everybody gave me. And I really loved filming that episode, recording that episode, and posting that episode because I got to tell my truth. And I feel like it was something I held inside of me for so long. And I'm so grateful that I'm able to communicate with you guys because the amount of you that reached out to me at that episode that have been from that episode that have been dealing with similar things or just hearing my story comforted them and showed them that there is like a really solid life after an eating disorder is just everything to me. That means genuinely everything to me. And that episode will probably always be one of my favorites because my eating disorder I felt like was one of those things that was kind of meant to destroy me and it had every single opportunity to destroy me for a little bit it did destroy me like it did a lot of damage but it's something that I overcame and it's something that I can look at and be like fuck you eating disorder but like I'm just super grateful that I was able to record that episode and share that story with you guys. And then my best friend came home in 
November, which is pretty exciting. I don't even see her as much as I'd love to see her because I'm genuinely always working, but she's home and she's not gonna be home for like too much longer, but I was really excited to have her home for the holidays because I really did miss her a lot. Now, December. What have I been doing in December besides being traumatized? Okay, December I am planning a big new project and I hate to even say that I'm planning a big new project and not tell you guys what it is, but I have something really exciting coming and I'm really excited to release that for you guys and I can't wait for that to happen. And then as well as I planned a trip, I'll be gone for the New Year's, New Year's? New Year, New Year, yeah, I'll be gone. I'm celebrating 2021, not in Chicago and I am really excited about that and I'm very excited and I'll probably vlog the whole thing, but I just think it's gonna be a lot of fun and I'm excited and I leave right after Christmas. So that's why I'm recording the Christmas episode because I will not be recording a New Year's episode. I mean, there just won't be an episode the first week of the, yeah, on New Year's, there just won't be an episode. So that's why I'm recording this episode instead because also I was like, this will be a little bit more fun. My sister's birthday has been in December and we gotta celebrate that, which this is the first birthday. My mom always is like, my mom is always like, oh my God, this is the first birthday. She's been home in four years. And I'm like, mother, you're making it sound like she was in the military. She was just at Michigan State going to college. It was not that big of a deal. But yeah, it was actually really fun to have her home for the first year for her birthday. And we got sushi and cupcakes and it was really exciting. As well as there are new people and love and all those things in my life that eventually I'll tell you guys about, but Currently, my lips are fucking sealed. But yeah, you know, December's been a beautiful month. I have only good feelings about the new year. I'm actually really excited for New Year's. Not even just New Year's, but like the new year. I know so many good things are coming. And right now, despite that traumatic event that happened to me last week, I'm the happiest I've ever been. And I can say it so confidently. And I'm just feeling really good. And I just am feeling really good about the things that are coming and the people that are in my life. And Everything that's happened this year, I feel like 2020 was a little bit of a difficult year, but at the same time, it was a really amazing year because I launched Midday Matcha. Like this podcast has been everything to me and I have so many bigger things coming for you guys that I'm so excited to share with everybody and that the connections I've built this year and that I've strengthened this year have just been so beautiful to me. Everything about this year, good or bad, I've taken it in and I'm ready to leave it in 2020. I'm ready to leave 2020 in 2020. So with that being said, let's get into the questions you guys asked me. I picked my favorites. We're gonna start off strong with what is my body count? Okay, I'm not gonna come on here and just tell you my body count, but I am gonna tell you that it is very low. Like my body count is extremely low, considerable. Like I'm still in the single digits. Um, I am a crazy bitch. I think we all know that. And for me to have sex with somebody, it takes a lot out of me. Oh my God, that's so not, well, no, that is true. But like, it does take a lot out of me to have sex with somebody in the way that like I need an emotional connection. And I'm so vocal to you guys about this. I'm not just gonna be having sex with just anybody because if it's not gonna be the best sex of my life, I don't want it. I simply don't want it. So if him and I aren't dirty talking for like three to five days beforehand, I'm not doing it. If I'm not told how you're gonna fuck me before you fuck me, 
we're not having sex. But yeah, I have a very, I have a pretty low body count. What is the type of man I like? Uh, every part of me wanted to say rich. Okay, no, I'm kidding. I like a successful man. You're like, Livy, that was a synonym for rich. No, I like a successful man that has his stuff going for him. Kind, caring, loving, loyal. Like, that's what I'm manifesting in a man. And successful is my big thing, I will say. I don't, I can't really date people my age. And, like, I because I don't really get along with them and I can't even date guys that are like 23, 24 because I'm also like, you guys are so fucking immature. So I do tend to go for older men. That is something I do tend to do. I, you guys know I one time dated a 40 year old, but it wasn't like that long and I did cut it off. Um, anyways, next question. Will I move back to California? No, I don't think I will. I don't. Watch me be like, no, and then I'm like back there. I do know something that I can let you guys know. In my heart and soul, I do not want to sign a lease again in Chicago. I love Chicago. I know I just said I wanted to live in the penthouse of this building, and I will. I probably will. But right now, I can tell you guys that I don't want to live in Chicago anymore and that I do want to move. I do have a couple places in mind of where I'd want to move to, but like nothing too finalize and I probably won't tell you guys until I've signed a lease somewhere so you guys won't know about that until like September October but yeah I know in my heart that I don't want to be in Chicago anymore I think everything that held me back in Chicago not held me back but like the main reason I lived in Chicago was because of Second City and my conservatory program and now that that's finished I have free range to move wherever the f I want to move okay my biggest accomplishment in 2020 you guys, Midday Matcha has to be one of them. You guys are listening to it right now. This podcast has been like everything to me. I love this podcast more than anything. And this was a huge accomplishment as well as I'm going to be a conservatory graduate. So I get to be a say I'm a second city conservatory graduate, which is absolutely insane. I'm technically a graduate right now, but I do have a couple of runs of shows, but I'm a graduate and I can't believe that and it's a dream that I accomplished and it came true. Healing myself from an eating disorder has to be another huge accomplishment of 2020. It was something that was, I can't even express to you how difficult this was and how hard it was to heal this eating disorder, but I did it and I'm really proud of myself and every day I'm extremely proud of myself just for getting through a day healthy. And healthy, I mean not using my eating disorder behaviors like I used to. So I'm extremely proud of myself for that. As well as moving into my dream apartment and signing for this dream apartment. I'm extremely proud of myself for that. Honest to God, the list could go on and on about all the things that I'm so proud of myself for. I also put up another show. I directed, produced, wrote another comedy show that was at Second City's Theaters in 2020. But Corona killed that one. My opening night, sloshed it. Anyways, who means the most to me? I thought this was a really beautiful question and I feel like I'm not always like open in that kind of way. My mom means the most to me. My sisters mean the most to me. We've been through a lot together and they just mean the world to me and I know they'll always be in my life because they have to be. And my best friend, you guys hear about her all the time. She means the most to me as well as I probably have like three to five friends that I will say mean the world to me. 
and I love every single one of them. And so those people mean the most to me. And honestly, myself too, because self-love, baby, self-love. My best memory of 2020, huh. I think this summer in general probably was my best 2020 memory because I was finally healthy again. And I really loved to be able to eat and like go out to dinners and stuff like that this summer. So that was extremely exciting for me and just to live a healthy life was probably the best memory I have of 2020 and also launching Midday Match. It was up there, you know, one of them. But what are my plans for 2021? If I told you they wouldn't be like, it wouldn't be fun. You'd be like, okay, um, I have a lot of plans for 2021, but I also feel like I'm going to let the universe, the world, run its course and take me where I need to go. I have full trust in the universe and the world of everything that I'm supposed to be doing. So I'm really excited for 2021. I can tell you that. I know a lot of amazing things are going to happen and I'm just excited for 2021. Okay. So you guys, this is it for this week's Christmas episode. Okay. I love every single one of you. If you want more of me, you can follow me on Instagram at SheIsLibby, as well as you can watch me on YouTube at It's Libby Bitch. I will not be dropping an episode next week, but the following week I will be. So get ready. Wait, did I do that math right? Hold on. Yeah, I'm not dropping an episode. Yeah, I'm not dropping an episode January 1st. Okay. But... I love every single one of you. I hope you guys had an amazing holiday season because I can't just say Christmas. Um, go crazy. Have an amazing time with your family. Go crazy, Libby. You just said go crazy. Yes, I will be uploading the full podcast visual to YouTube. So go and check it out on YouTube because why the F not? And there, I'm not editing those. So whatever I say, do, or anything like that, you're just gonna watch it on YouTube. I do edit Midday Matcha a little bit now, not as much as I used to, but the full unedited will be on YouTube. So I love every single one of you guys. I hope you have an amazing holiday season and you guys just got everything you asked for for Christmas and it's so beautiful and you're around the people you love the most and you're having a great time. I love every single one of you. Have an amazing rest of the day, week, weekend, whenever you get to this. <laughs>